Good morning. It is Whole30, day 24. Um, Miles and I are on our way to work and school. And um, I got up this morning and went to the 5 a.m. Uh, so I got up at 4.30. Um, I definitely have felt um, like my sleep has been improving. I'm not waking up in the middle of the night randomly anymore. I did wake up last night. Um, because I had like this weird back spasm thing that happened, which I think is unrelated to Whole30 and very much related to me just sitting at a desk all day. But anyway, apart from that, I had a really good night's sleep. Woke up at 4.30 feeling as good as you can feel at 4.30. Um, and I feel like my early morning workouts are feeling, I think there's a couple of factors. First of all, it's, you know, it's light out now, even at 4.30, the sun is already starting, or at 5 o'clock, the sun is already starting to come up. And so by the time, you know, you're doing the workout after 20, 30 minutes of warming up, um, it's well into the sun coming up. And so that makes a huge difference in feeling like I'm a little bit more energized. But I think also, um... I, I never eat before that before that workout. It's just way too early for me to start my metabolism at 4.30 in the morning. My body is not ready to ingest food at that time. And um, But I've, I have felt really well-fueled um, as much as you can. And I think that is just sort of kind of a representation of being appropriately fueled throughout the day otherwise. Um, that my body is sort of finding a little bit more of a rhythm and a little bit more of a baseline and, um, which is really, really great. Um, and that was really one of my big goals for doing the whole 30 was kind of relearning about eating intuitively. I think that's something, you know, I touched on a lot in earlier, uh, check-in episodes and, um, you know, I know someone had asked and I had talked about like, what will it mean when you're eating intuitively? And I think I've kind of found that what that means is that, um, not only am I more aware of what it really feels like to be hungry and what it really feels like to be full or, and especially what it feels like to be nearing fullness so that I don't overeat inadvertently. Um, but I think also it means finding a way and being in a rhythm that feels like my body is natural kind of hunger rhythm. Um, so that throughout the day, I don't have any huge peaks and valleys. It's just sort of the natural, you know, kind of rolling waves of I'm a little bit hungry. I'm a little bit full. I'm a little bit hungry. I'm a little bit full. Um, every few hours, you know, never being stuffed, never being like ravenous, never getting to the point where I feel like I have to eat right now. Um, and (laughs) I don't know if you guys can hear Miles. He's saying hi. Um, so that has been awesome to get to that point and feel like I'm not, um, you know, I'm not timing myself. I'm not looking at the clock. Like literally when I, at one point with macros, I was setting alarms for myself on my phone to remind myself to eat. Um, because I, you know, it was like, well, you have to do your meal timing. And, um, I just got really caught up in that. And that wasn't even something that my macro coach assigned me. That was just something else on top of it that I was like, oh, I'm also going to try more like meal timing because I'm having a hard time eating enough during the day. So obviously I just need to eat more frequently. And it's really nice. Like saying that out loud now sounds very, very silly, but um, that's where I was at. And so it's nice to not, you know, like to look back on that and realize like I had lost touch with my own hunger to that degree that I felt like I needed to set a timer to remind myself when to eat, um, is very, you know, not good. was not great. And so to kind of get back to feeling like, okay, 
I trust that my body will give me the right signals um, before I get to the point where I'm absolutely in hunger distress. <clears throat> and conversely, that it will give me the right signals while I'm eating that I will stop eating before I get to the point of just feeling stuffed and just kind of taking the time to continuously check in with my body about that, like kind of as I'm getting closer to meal times and as I'm getting through meals, um, that has been really huge and, you know, kind of starting small and really just focusing on eating intuitively has quickly expanded into having a more intuitive relationship just throughout my entire day. Um, which even as I kind of experienced this morning, um, bleeds into times when I'm not eating and haven't eaten in, you know, 10 hours that I can still go to a workout and feel, um, you know, not leave feeling shaky and feeling like my stomach is completely empty or feeling that like, you know, hunger pains. Um, so that's been huge. I think I, you know, I've said this before on the podcast that I definitely am more of an afternoon evening, um, CrossFitter, I would much prefer to go to an evening workout, but with my schedule right now, it just doesn't allow that. I did go to a 5 p.m. workout on Monday, which felt really nice. It was kind of like, okay, yeah, this is what my body would rather be doing. But um, even after three months of working out at 5 a.m., you know, one to three times a week, um, it's still really hard. And <laughs> it's still really hard to get up at 4.30, no matter how rested I feel, just knowing that it's that early knowing that I don't get to go back to bed. I have this like weird sleep, um, like famine mentality. And I have to imagine that most moms with young kids sort of develop this, that you develop this like underlying panic about not getting enough sleep because you feel like, well, if I don't, if I'm not sleeping, whenever I have the opportunity that I'm wasting opportunities because like you know, just when your kids are so little and their sleep patterns are super unpredictable, which is not Miles. Miles is, um, you know, a year and a half. His sleep is very predictable. He sleeps every single night from 7 p.m., wakes up around 6.30 or 7 a.m., but it's just left over from feeling like when he was an infant, like, you know, I never knew when I was going to get to go back to sleep. And so if I wake up and I don't have to get up and deal, you know, feed a baby that I like, of course I should just be going back to sleep. So I kind of have to get over that. Like, and I really do wonder if that's just something that all moms of young kids develop as this like almost like sleep PTSD where you feel really nervous every time you are, are, um, purposely giving up an opportunity to sleep another hour. But, um, obviously I know that I, you know, I go to bed early enough and you guys all know my six hour rule. Um, so I know cognitively, I know like logically that I'm getting enough sleep and that I really am so strict about prioritizing that, but I still <laughs> just have that feeling of like, Oh my God, I should go back to sleep. What if I'm wasting this opportunity? What if I'm never going to sleep again? Anyway. Um, so yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to Vail tomorrow with my team. I probably won't have time to do a check-in tomorrow, but I will have time to do a check-in on Friday. I'm really excited to see how tomorrow goes. Um, once again, just really grateful to the people I work with for supporting me on the Whole30, which is just so cool. 
Um, and we also, you know, I, I, I'm sure Joy will say something about this as well, but the responses and support that you guys have had to what Joy has gone through this week have just been so amazing and really heartfelt and just, you know, that stuff really means a lot. And even, um, you know, I, even though I'm not the one who had to, had to, is having to go through, um, all the, just like the bullshit and, you know, awful situation that Joy is having to go through, it still really impacts me to hear all your guys' support. It makes me just feel really good. Also, just knowing that, you know, as my best friend, Joy has that support in her life that I can, you know, it's like when you're so close to somebody and want, you have somebody like that in your life, um, like the friendship that Joy and I have, when you, your friend is going through a hard time, um, you know, being able to see the support she has around her is really meaningful to me as well. So I really, um, just can't say enough about the support and love that we feel from you guys. Um, yeah, so that's been awesome. Um, anyway, I don't really have a whole lot more to check in about today. Um, I haven't like really found any fun new recipes to share with you guys. I still haven't used my instant pot. I was like really excited about it, but I think really the, the crux is that Brandon has been home. And so, um, he's like a stay at home husband right now and miles the daycare. So he's literally just like a house husband. He doesn't have to take care of miles. Um, and the reason for that being that if we take miles out of daycare, um, while Brandon's on summer break, we don't have a guaranteed spot to put him back in, in, you know, come August. And so we just decided to leave him in full-time daycare. And then Brandon, um, anyway, is at home. And so I haven't had to use the instant pot because Brandon cooks, which is so nice. Um, and I know that's been a huge contributor to my whole 30 success is having him be there to help me pack my lunch and make dinner and do the dishes. That's the whole thing about the whole 30. There's just so many damn dishes. Uh, um, but so all that to say that I don't really have any like cool recipes or anything to share with you guys. Um, although I will say if you have not tried lazy devils, you have to try them. It's, it's a concept that nom nom paleo came up with. And basically you take a hard boiled egg, you cut it in half lengthwise. Um, like you're making deviled eggs, except instead of then like scooping out the yolk and having to do all that crap, you just put a little bit of like homemade mayonnaise on there, a little like pickle slice if you want to, and then like a little bit of prosciutto, a little paprika, and then you just pop it in your mouth and it's a mayonnaise. Um, I hope that some of you understand that reference, <laughs> but it's basically just like a little deviled egg without the problem or without all the, you know, the issue of having to make the, the filling. Um, I would highly recommend Anyway, I hope you guys are having a wonderful Wednesday, and we'll check in again soon. Good morning. <clears throat> Whole 30 day 24. Man, I cannot believe it's going this fast. It's just really bizarre. Um, thank you to everyone who sent messages of encouragement yesterday. Um, it's been a tough week, and it will be continue it will continue to be a tough time uh so thank you for that um I have a couple things I want to talk about today as far as non-scale victories and a lot of the comments that are coming in that have just really made me reflect and I so appreciate you 
Um, one is that uh, one of our listeners wrote and said, uh, I think Claire mentioned this comment where she did the whole 30 and she did not weigh herself. And had she have weighed herself, it would have really screwed with her mind um, because she ended up gaining nine pounds. And, uh, you know, I think we talk a lot about what your body really wants to stay at to feel healthy. It, it could be different from what our mind wants and what... <laughs> You know, so biology goes against what our mind wants, and I think that's just such a good thing to remember. I I often think of when I used to listen to Jillian Michaels' podcast all the time, she always talked about about vanity pounds and how we can get really stuck on the last quote-unquote five to ten pounds, and she's like, those may be vanity pounds to where if you're constantly fighting against the last five to ten pounds, maybe you want to sit back and realize what that means for you in your life. Uh, and wh- and how much energy and time that's going to really take away from living your life. And as you guys know, I'm in a pretty reflective place of living my life right now and um, focusing on more important things. So uh, I, of course, um, of course, I'm in a very different state of mind right now. But I can't help but think about that as uh, where we're spending our time and energy. And that is something that I have learned as well, where... Uh, my body seems to be sitting at a set point that really it just wants to stay here. So um, the other comment, and, and I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm fine with that. And I think that that's a good lesson to be learning for myself. And I encourage you to reflect on that. Another listener said that uh, she's like, I wouldn't start the whole 30 over. I, you know, I, I agree with you and, and I appreciate you for saying that. And she was like, I, you know, what if weighing yourself really kind of just reinforced the fact that weight is not something that you really need to focus on. And I love that perspective. Cause I'm like, yeah, it's, it's just a stupid number. <laughs> uh, and it just reinforced for me that it just doesn't matter. So thank you for that. I really appreciate you. Um, the other thing that I really loved the other day is when Claire was talking about a bikini body and (laughs) and I was like, I love that you said that because, uh, when do we wear a bikini? And maybe unless you live in, uh, California or, you know, anywhere that has a beach, oh my gosh, sorry. There's, there's like the cutest dog walking outside. He's so cute. If you live in an ocean city or if you live on the beach or near beach or somewhere where you're frequenting the beach, uh, you know, that is great. Maybe you live in Hawaii. I am jealous. And you constantly live in a swimsuit. Um, but (laughs) most of us don't, even if we did, most of us probably aren't going to the beach every day. And especially it's like, okay, yeah, it's summer, it's vacation time, or you're going to be at a bikini. That happens maybe once a year to where we're like, oh, I have a beach vacation. So, I'm not like traipsing around in a bikini. And I remember uh, Laura Ligos from The Sassy Dietitian also wrote an article about this. And she's like, it kind of goes back to the vanity pounds where she's like, uh, <laughs> what's it worth to you? Like, is it worth spending all your time for those last few pounds or, you know, having just a little extra love on your stomach and you're focusing so much on that part of you? Uh, you know, just kind of reflect on that, of what that really means. So I just really appreciated that perspective. Uh, I can say that overall I'm feeling pretty darn good. I continue to just feel good, consistent energy. 
my sleep is still really crazy. I would just love, 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 love uh, more suggestions or any advice you guys have on why I'm waking up so darn early. And I have checked out the resources you guys have sent so far, so I appreciate you for doing that. Uh, and I will continue to kind of see what works for me. I'm not too worried about it right now. I tend to sleep less in the summertime because I my body is just on the clock of the sun. Um, but it's just, oh man, it's like, like clockwork between 3 and 4 a.m. I've been just boop, um, and I try to fall back asleep. And so that's just... I don't know. Maybe it's not a problem. I'm not actually feeling too tired throughout the day. So I guess maybe I shouldn't worry too much about it. Um, and then, uh, it's just kind of probably more annoying for Scott cause I have to like try to be quiet and not wake him up. And so that's just kind of the, the only thing I'm really noticing. And I also understand that I'm under a lot of stress right now and, uh, that's going to contribute to that. So I'll just, I'll just take it easy. But the diet itself and the eating is feeling just so good. I My digestion feels great. I have never felt so um, just really, like every time I eat, it just feels good. There's no gas or bloating or, I think that's the biggest piece that I notice is I don't feel like I have any type of digestive, digestive issues. Um, and that's just so huge. I cannot tell you how bad I would feel over the past two years, especially with macro counting, where I would eat more processed foods just to kind of fit the macros. Um, and so it was stuff that would be like low fat or whatever. You kind of try to manipulate the food to match the numbers. And I know I've addressed this before. I, I still am trying, I'm still not sure if I can articulate very well why I wasn't eating more natural foods. Um, so I'm going to think more about that so I can articulate it better because I feel like I can't explain it well (laughs) just yet. Um, but that would be a huge piece of my diet to try and kind of fit in the macros and I am seeing now how horrible I was feeling. It's kind of one of those things where you just feel like it's, oh, I just got to get through this or, oh, I just got to live with this and I'll just take another probiotic and hope that helps. But it was really bad and it felt horrible. And now I'm kind of seeing like, oh, that that's not how it was supposed to be. Um, so that's a good non-scale victory. Okay, I'm pulling up to the gym part two coming up. Okie dokie. Um, okay, so post-workout. It was really nice today. We did uh, just some bulletproofing. I love that my coach programs these days where you're just kind of moving and you're not going all crazy. He programs a lot of body weight movements. And, you know, we did three stations where we did some prowler pushes uh, for eight minutes. And then we did kind of rotating so we did it in groups so we had a break and then we did some a station where you did push-ups air squats and ring rows and then lastly we did some handstand walking practice which I just love these days where you're really reminded to kind of focus on form and make really good quality movements so you're building that memory and not going all crazy and doing the CrossFit crazy stuff where people can get injured. So I really appreciate that. And 
Uh, so I wanted to kind of follow up on day 23 uh, with just some thoughts. I, I made some notes yesterday. Claire always makes fun of me. Not, she, actually, she doesn't make fun of me. But I always have... <laughs> she should make fun of me because I always have like a paper and pen and I just scribble things down all the time. Um, so the thing that I've been noticing as well is the the snacking piece of for Whole30 is really the ideas you're supposed to eat three big meals a day and really not focus so much on snacking. Um, I'm not being too strict on that because I, I know my body very well and it just isn't a problem for me. Snacking isn't an issue for me. I just kind of follow my hunger. So, uh, I do tend to eat more in the morning where I'll have breakfast and I'm trying to eat a little bit more breakfast so I don't get too snacky mid morning. Um, but I'm not being very, you know, hard on myself if I end up needing to snack. Uh, but I also am just paying attention to that and trying to learn if I need to snack or if I, or, or if it's out of boredom. Um, so that's another piece that I feel like has been a lot better with the whole 30 where I don't, oh man, I cannot express how weird it is for me to actually say I don't have sugar cravings. Zero. Zero. <laughs> that is bizarre because I typically, and I'm not like a big sugar head, you know, I'm not one to be like, bring on the donuts or bring on the sugary drinks. I, I really don't. But if I look at it and all the things that I've learned doing the whole 30 is that everything has a lot of products have hidden sugar in it to where I thought it was healthy. And it, you know, whatever you guys, I'm not saying it's like, Oh, I had such a horrible diet, but paying attention to those little things for me really add up. And that's pretty cool. I feel really proud of that where I'm like, whoa, that apple cider vinegar drink that I love has stevia in it. And it's not like it was a lot, but when you look at me throughout the day, I was putting sweetener in my coffee and I was putting sweetener in, you name it, I was putting sweetener in it. Okay. Like stevia sweetener, like the artificial sugars and, uh, added sugars crazy, just crazy. So to think now that I truly am not craving sugar and to see that is just phenomenal for me. It's, it's pretty cool. Cause I would always kind of have this panic attack where I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to get hungry. I don't want to get, I don't want to crave carbs. And I was always craving sugar, sugar, sugar in some way, shape or form. Right. I just kind of had the burning desire to always eat or I could always eat like at a moment's notice. And I like the feeling now where I'm starting my day with vegetables and meat and eggs and things that are not what I would normally gravitate towards. I was always gravitating towards a sweet breakfast in the morning or breakfast at night, you know, whatever. Breakfast at night is actually really fun. So that's great, right? That's really cool. Uh, so snacking, I'm going to continue to pay attention to and learn about my body in that sense. I'm starting to kind of feel like I don't want to change some of these habits. And so I'm not going to be strict at all. You know, I was thinking this morning, man, it's kind of, it feels so good that I feel like I could really adopt a lot of these habits. Um, I will live my life and I will enjoy my life and improve my relationship with food 
and I are, I feel like I'm really improving on that path. Uh, and I also feel so good on the whole 30 that I can see myself really adopting a lot of what I've learned so far and what I've done so far, which is kind of the point, everything I've done throughout my fitness journey and wellness journey, I've adopted and, and, you know, gained knowledge each time. I don't, I don't think we're, we ever should go into something being like, we're going to change all of this and it's going to stick. But if you can keep one healthy practice, it's all going to kind of add up over time and you're going to eventually be a badass. (laughs) Um, The other thing that I really wanted to address was my, this is a little bit of a rant, but I um, saw a post yesterday and I'm not going to name names which I know you guys love when we do that, but I just don't want to, it's not like this lady would ever listen to this podcast, but she's a really famous fitness leader and she posts, she does bikini competitions and, uh, I I think it was like, uh, we don't follow her, but it was on one of those like suggested post page, which always leads us into a horrible rabbit hole of Tracy Anderson. Um, and it was not her by the way, but, but I saw a post where she was doing the, and I know I've seen this a lot, so it's not just her, but she did a post where she just got off of a bikini competition and she won some title or whatever. And the next post was this huge ice cream cookie, ice cream sandwich with M&Ms baked into it or, you know, thrown in there. And she, and the caption just said, I earned this. And I wanted to freaking scream. I was like, are you kidding me? And and you know what? I've said this a million times. We're not going to fight this battle. But I just need to rant about that. Because if you have a platform of that many people looking at you and looking at this... Ah, it just drives me crazy. <laughs> I, it's kind of the rant that's, that Claire goes on about Tracy Anderson. I It's just that same... You have a platform to to empower empower women, okay? And you're using yeah, I know I'm preaching to the choir here. I do that a lot. Have you noticed? Oh my gosh. So, I had to have a little bit of a moment where I just get so mad about women doing this whole I earned this cookie ice cream sandwich. Like, talk about a bad relationship with food. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm a little little ranty. I'm sorry. Uh, But just, if you see that, if you see something, say something, okay? (laughs) That's my lesson to you. (laughs) Okay, guys, it's Wednesday. It is June 7th. We're on day 24. I really hope I didn't say the wrong day earlier. If I did... You guys, forgive me. And tomorrow's a new Girls Gone Wild episode. I hope you guys like it. We have some really good guests coming up. We're kind of going through a wave of tons of guests. And then it'll be some uh, Joy and Claire episodes mixed in. Um, yeah, so good things coming up. Have a good day. I love you all. Please know that my love is true for you. I just cannot, cannot, it cannot be overstated. Have a good day. I had to add a last part. Oh, fuck. I'm going to cry.
um, for today. Um, as you guys can tell, fuck, my emotions are just all over the place. But um, I just want to thank everyone for sending... For sending all your notes of support. This sucks so bad. Um... But I just want to thank you, and this community is just amazing. I wake up every day, and I don't know how this happened. We have so many great people surrounding us. So, I just wanted to... I just got another email, and I was like, God damn it. Um, I'm on my way to work right now, and I just had to sit in my car before I headed out. Um... A lovely listener just wrote, I wanted to send a note of love to Joy. My dad passed away on day 27 of my first Whole30 two years ago. It was obviously tragic for me and my family. Whole30 was a weird comfort to me as my norm would be to not eat and then binge behind closed doors. I got through all of the grieving. Not that it's over, which I totally get. You never get over it. Um while nourishing my body instead of punishing it. Sending lots of peaceful vibes to you and all those who knew and loved your friend. Also, these bonus episodes are great. Thank you for letting us listen and learn while you both strive to live healthy, happy lives. God, thank you so much. I think her name's Susie. Um, so, I go in these bouts of, like, holding my shit together and then not... <laughs> um... And I just, if anyone out there is like hurting and going through anything similar, just hard times, just know that that's okay. Um, it's totally human to be human. And everyone at work who's asking me how I'm doing, I'm just like, I'm human. I'm just being a human. That's my response is like, I'm not okay. Um, and I know people want to check in and like know how I'm doing, but it's just like, I'm just being a human. How do you think I'm doing is kind of what I want to say, but I know that's like total, total bitch mode. (laughs) Um, but the other thing that like totally just set me off just now, and I'm going to post this on Facebook and I know this has nothing to do with what we've been talking about, but it just like, my heart's just like in such a loving place, uh, and sensitive place. Um, my mom just texted me and she's like, we were talking about going out for 4th of July and Claire and I are going to go out to Westcliff to stay with my parents and just spend the weekend there because they have this cute little house in Westcliff, Colorado. And they have like, I'm not kidding you guys. It's the smallest town. It is so tiny, teeny, tiny. They don't, they don't have anything. Um, they have maybe a subway in a, um, sorry, I'm in my car. I'm getting these little text messages. Um, they have a subway and a gas station. That's kind of like their chain. There's nothing in this town. It's adorable. And my mom just texted me and she's like, yeah, come on out. I'm so excited for our fireworks show. We hope to have a good showing. And then they also help with the pancake breakfast. My, my parents volunteer for the railroad club and it's to restore the original, um, railroad, uh, depot. And it's kind of a landmark in their town, which is, again, just, it's just so cute. My dad's very handy. And so he loves to do everything, you know, that's physical labor. And my mom can freaking do anything crafty. The woman is a genius. She makes 
she made Miles this awesome quilt, and I, I swear to God, this woman can do it. She's Martha Stewart. So she's, like, just just this morning, like, on a whim, texted me and was like, oh, I just, I'm so excited to see you guys, and it'll be so fun, and we're going to be really busy with the pancake breakfast, because they do a lot of fundraising on the holidays, because a lot of people are passing through, so they take advantage of doing, like, pancake breakfast, and people passing through will get breakfast, and they donate all the money to the railroad club. So by the way, if you're ever in that area, it's near, kind of near Salida, Colorado, too or if you're going to the sand dunes stop through Westcliff and support the town support the railroad club and my mom was so cute she goes oh and we set up a GoFundMe page for the fireworks show and we have $25 and I just like wanted to cry because like she's so sweet <laughs> so I'm, I think I'm gonna post that on our Facebook page if anyone wants to donate it's like the most random thing in the world but like that just warms my heart and just like something as small as that I don't know. I'm all over the place, but you guys are awesome. And thank you so much for, um, just sending love and, uh, do something good today. Uh, say something nice to yourself, say hi to a stranger and you never know what people are going through. So, um, if you're mad at people on the road or driving, just know that that might be someone who's having a bad day and, you know, give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Cause I don't think I do that enough. So All right, guys, I'll talk to you soon.